What's up, y'all? We back. We are back for our monthly show. Uh, of course, it is Pisces season. Cassie should be hopping on here in a minute, and we're going to get started. There she is, Cassie girl, Cassie girl. Look at this. We have amazing. And my God, mommy joined. Hey, girl. Okay, Cassie, you should. I, I think I did it right. I don't know. Oh Playing games. <laughs> girl, I'm like. Right. Please um, let it work. All right. <laughs> it is Sunday, February the 18th, 2024. Welcome to the Zodiac chat line. I'm your host, Tanae. And as always, got my girl Cassie with me. Girl, what are you? Good. How are you, Miss Aquarius? As we're closing out, like the last fifteen minutes of your season here. Okay, ma'am, I'm gonna enjoy every bit of Aquarius season because if nothing else happened, Aquarius season did exactly what the fuck Aquarius season was gonna mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. She was out here just actually they i think aquarius season's non-binary um 100 <laughs> yeah for they sure. were out here doing everything and a little bit of nothing all at the same time and i'm here for it mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we had quite a bit of interesting developments in a lot of different areas of our lives and I mean, like the collective lives, not individually. Me and Cassie, y'all need to know our business like that. But um, we're gonna start with one of my favorite things that happened at the right in the middle of Aquarius season, right after my birthday, was the Grammys. Now, I will say this: I get it, awards, like whatever. However, my Roman Empire was the Tracy Chapman performing on that stage, her amazing hit, Fast Car. If you were not born around that and you don't know about the mixtape, Tracy Chapman, uh, talking about a revolution, I could go, uh, let's see, give me one reason. I could keep going because uh, as a baby lesbian, she gave me all the life. Maybe she doesn't come out, but we know that she's gay. Anyway, um, I, I do appreciate that Luke Combs mm -hmm. did give her so much credit uh, for that song and she was able to collect the royalties on it as he did the cover. But I was just moved by watching this flawless ass. I mean, drop the skin routine, Tracy, because I was like, I could never. <laughs> Ma'am, the, the locks was gray and just live. Listen. That was one of my Roman empires. The other one was Best New Artist, ma'am, Victoria Monet. We love you here at the Sony Enchant Lane. Um, so proud of your accomplishments. I think that a lot of people didn't realize how much you had already contributed to music. Um, Ariana Grande is, I'm sure, very thankful for all of your songwriting talents. But to be able for you to display your own album, you go on tour, and you have a bop on my mama. Like, yes. Like, I love that for you. I appreciate you. And the Grammys, that was like the highlight for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there was everything else after that. Man, the accountability train really just kept rolling on through 
Aquarius season. Um, our our former leader of the this you know country that we live in, um, our collective nightmare, <laughs> Donald, what's his face, is now up to owing a half a billion dollars and penalties to E. Jean Carroll for defaming her two times and also to the state of New York for defrauding them for ever decades you know forever um I thought it was fascinating to see that by the end of Aquarius season we had you know Joe Biden who has been no you know friend to collective liberation in the Middle East but actually standing next to the king of Jordan who was calling for a ceasefire from the American bully pulpit. I mean, that was, I think, just a testament to how much the collective has pushed and pushed and pushed and kept pushing on what is happening in Palestine. And I'm extremely impressed with the power of social media in this moment to not just be performative, but really mm. be shedding light on this and spreading this information and just forcing people to not forget that this Blatantly. is happening. Yeah, like very openly calling people out. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, those in power and celebrities felt that they were in a different atmosphere, a different level of being held accountable. Um, and the collective, I think the collective is only going to increasingly get stronger and louder, yeah. especially because I feel like um, Gen Zers have no fucks to give because they're like, if our planet isn't gonna be here, why do we give a fuck about y'all? So let me just say what I gotta say. Um, and one Gen Zer that is reminding us like, hey, fuck these rich people is, um, Jack Sweeney, he's a college student who has been tracking all of the celebrities' private jet fuel emissions because, of course, the environment, because Cassie has talked to us over and over about this. And he has tracked, of course, you know, that girl, Taylor Swift. Um, and she's trying to sue him for tracking something that's actually public information. But you understand why he's like, all of these celebrities are just taking jets. You know, she took a 13 minute jet ride to the Grammys? Like, girl, what? Yeah. Instead of a 40 minute drive. Like, it's just almost like, we understand that these celebrities exist and we've kind of elevated them to this level. But I believe that once Pluto has left Capricorn and moved to Aquarius, celebrity culture is just not as appealing as it is anymore. And we're kind of disgusted. Yeah, I think that's right. I think we're done putting people on pedestals. You know, like I, it's one thing to to do that in your own heart because of somebody who has, you know, shown you their true colors and has, you know, been there for you and bolstered you. And now in your personal life, you're elevating that person. But for all of us to be worshiping at the moneyed people in in our culture, like, no. It's like the vibe doesn't yes. eat the rich. Like, yeah, we're not. It's like I don't care if you got a Hermes or a Burke. Like it, none of that. It's just like and like, or have you fed a homeless person today? You know what I mean? Like right, you know, like, right. What have you done to help the environment? Or you know, um, 
I will say that the other kind of minor highlight for me during Aquarius season was, of course, um, <sighs> my great Megan the Stallion releasing gosh. his and then that beef with that other rapper Nicki Minaj and you know yep. <laughs> so listen I'm just gonna say this okay this is how you know to leave Aquarius is alone because Megan the Stallion did not say a name didn't call nobody name but she did say a hit dog will holler and I heard woo, 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 real loud uh, because like nobody was talking to you, but she wanted everybody to talk to you and and made the song more relevant, drove it to number one, like over. It was just almost like you did exactly what you she wanted to do. And as an Aquarius, it's like, thank you for playing chess with me. <laughs> Yes, checkmate. Welcome to the game you thought was checkers. We are playing chess. Yeah. Um, truly though, I mean, I know we talked about this on our production call, but I think it bears discussing here. It the the Megan the Stallion and Nicki Minaj beef is like the classic high vibrational Aquarius versus a low vibrating Sag because a high vibrating Aquarius can destroy your life without ever saying your name and a low vibrating sag cannot stop themselves from telling on themselves from digging that hole deeper they're just the like, impulsivity of that fire energy is like what do we say sag is like a campfire out of fucking yeah. control and if you do not control it you are on a live for 24 hours ranting about don't put but and nobody knows what you're talking about and then you drop a diss track say her name and still nobody everybody's like girl shh. nobody took her phone away nobody told her to be quiet everybody's like girl like where are your friends at your real friends like for real for real well and it, it it's it's just incredible because it didn't even have to be about her it did not even have to be about her and but she did not like it could be, be about a thousand people that it was about her and so it just became that now it will never not be about her because that whole you made it about you but it could have been about every other dude in the music industry or anything else yeah. you're so... not your husband's not the only pedophile ma'am like <laughs> sadly there's a whole bunch of sex criminals she could be okay. talking about. Like, truly, truly. Like, I mean, it, the, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> it was, um, for me, I would say that my cherry on the Aquarius season accountability uh, Sunday was Jennifer Crumbly, mother of Oxford high school shooter Ethan Crumbly being found guilty of involuntary manslaughter in a first of its kind verdict here in the United States where the parents of a school shooter who acted um, in a irresponsible, negligent, and harmful manner were held responsible for that. Hey, maybe don't buy your mentally disturbed children guns. And he Just was what, like pitch. 16, 16? Mm -hmm. he, can he? drive a car like really like it's just why would you even give him the opportunity and like, well like, now hopefully more parents will think twice about those types of things because it turns out yeah you the fuck you fucking should be held accountable for that that's your bad like it's one thing if your kid 
runs out of your house and goes and steals a bat from you know his friend's place and smashes a window no you shouldn't be held accountable for that that's a whole series of choices that that kid made that you did not enable but in this case there it was the opposite it was a whole bunch of enablement that basically just delivered that kid and that school to that outcome man um and then before we break the final 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 nail in the coffin for accountability train was Georgia Fulton County District mm. Attorney Fani Willis. Ma'am, I fucking salute you. You are my Black History Month hero. <laughs> because the way that woman got on the stand and got these people together so bad that the next day they were like, never mind. <laughs> we don't want you to testify anymore was pure fucking gold. And I appreciate she had many great one-liners if you have not watched all of the thing or even bits and pieces it is everywhere but the favorite one was like what you're forgetting is i'm not on trial as much as you want me to be <laughs> now will i say she probably could have made a better choice and not dated him sure but like that has no bearing on why these other people are criminals it's like here look over here so we can distract you from our terrible things like it funny girl you know i'm in georgia with you get it get them on them rico charges yes. go nathan wait because like she had to move out of her house like death threat like there's just been so much happening they were cassie you know the crazy part is they were asking personal like asking him when did you have sex with her what Sir, ma'am, why is this relevant to what they're being charged with? It was just, yeah. but she got them together. And when I woke up the next morning, they were like, oh, no, we don't want her. <laughs> and the storybook is closed right. on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, try again next time, I guess, or just face the consequences. Is, you, mm -hmm. you know they done done their work, right? They done done their homework. That's why their charges got brought. That's why in New York, them charges got, like, the what I, I think what I, all of the criminals and all of the people that have really thrived off of capitalism not being, having a real good checks and balance is forgetting is like, these people have been doing their homework for a minute. Like, they have dotted every I and crossed all the T's and even the T's they didn't know they had to cross. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like, crossed the cursive capital F's. I mean, that is, we're, <laughs> we're talking serious, getting down to business here. Like, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Mm. Um, but shout out to everybody. Well, we can now move into Pisces season. Quite interested to see how this is going to happen. Oddly enough, there's still a lot of Aquarius energy going on in Pisces season. So we're still going to figure this out. Uh, yep, <laughs> maybe yep. it'll calm down. I don't know. I was going to say Aries season, but you know them Aries girl. <laughs> but uh, for Pisces season, we got some good guests. Are you excited? You ready for yes, Because we have yes, chatted along and I know they're here ready and waiting. Mm -hmm. um, so I am going to bring on my amazing friend and uh comrade he is a pisces sun capricorn moon <laughs> and uh cancer rising and he's gonna be mad but i'm gonna say it. he's my little panda bear and i love him so much 
Um, and he, this is Nick, and we are bringing Nick on. <laughs> and as we bring Nick on, we're also, we always got Katie too. Katie is a Pisces sun, Leo moon, Leo rising, a spicy boss ass <laughs> bitch. One of my oldest, dearest friends. We stood up at each other's weddings because it's like that. Um, and yeah, she's an entrepreneur, a dog mom, a, a financial wizard, and regular wizard. So welcome both of you. <laughs> so excited to have you. <laughs> oh, dang. I, Nick is a, I was like, deal. I, I, was, I said the panda thing, and I was like, maybe he won't be mad. Uh, Nick is an awesome musician and videographer, movie maker, he's all of those creative things that you know a Pisces to be. So guys, thank you so much for joining us on this lovely Sunday evening for the very, and I mean very beginning of Pisces season. Like we haven't, we've pretty much hit it, but we're like right still Aquarius season. But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Um, and so today we decided to talk about the topic of dreams. And we got a couple definitions. I'm going to read them to you. And then we're going to hop right in the questions because we want to just talk, talk to y'all. Yeah. So because we're serious interviewers. We're going to grill you guys about your dreams. <laughs> so we have dreams as a series of thoughts, images, or emotions occurring during sleep. An experience of waking life, having the characteristics of a dream, creation of the imagination, a state of mind marked by abstraction, or release from reality. Cass and I loved that last one. Yeah, actually. that's our favorite. All right, Cassie, <laughs> kick it off. All right. So to our kind of, you know, classic definition of dreams, what is the most memorable dream dream that you like sleeping dream that you have ever had that you're willing to share with the people of the internet? Katie, I'm, I'm going to put you in the spotlight. Sure. You're my, you're my old school peep. So I think it's difficult for me to answer that question because I feel like there's a lot of blurring. Uh, sometimes it's like, did that really happen? Or was it just a dream? Um, and then like the daydreaming piece too. Like I feel just constantly like my mind is everywhere. My, in my imagination and my thoughts all the time. Classic. <laughs> and Leo, honestly, both. <laughs> All right, Nick, you're up. Yeah, I, honestly, the same. I don't. I don't really dream. I think I spend most of my day in a fantasy or delusion that my brain like checks out at night and is like, "All right, time to recharge. We'll we'll try this again tomorrow." It's time for uh, me to rest too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we've been working in an overdrive, not stop forever. So taxes in your sleep and uh, yeah. stuff, and like making to do lists, like normal ass shit. That's so funny. Today, Ooh. what about you? Um, you know, I dream rarely, uh, and I like really kept thinking about this. I think a lot of them are, um, I've had very random dreams where I'm like around famous people, just like dreams that I'm like, this isn't real. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, whoa, <laughs> that was weird because it's, you know, like you're supposed to go in certain levels of sleep. And so it's like. I don't think I'm ever recalling like the deep sleep. It's always like right when I'm waking up that I remember the like 
all of these things are happening and i'm like mm -hmm. oh. um i do usually if i'm having trouble sleeping i will use like uh vibrational hurts to go to sleep or like um i can't even think of what i'm trying to think of uh what astral projection like mm -hmm. so, like just random things mm -hmm. like that so those are ways like to try and go into a deep sleep um but like i don't know i feel like <laughs> i feel like the same like are they a dream? Am I really existing? I don't know. It's like my soul is awake, but my body is asleep. And so I'm sure I'm navigating through. Um, if I'm having some emotional, like personal things that I will definitely like dream about that. Ah, okay. You guys, I feel so alone because I have so many like very vivid dreams in my life that I can still recall. I have one from childhood where a, a, some mad scientist took my school picture and put it on another girl's face and I met the girl and she looked just like my school picture and it was very weird um I had I had reoccurring nightmares in childhood of watching planes crash in the sky which feels very symbolic but I, you know I'm not really willing to explore that too deeply and then I've also had I've had very some very vivid dreams involving animals including one where I actually was a wolf and that was pretty tits and it was right before i met the man who's now my husband and then the first time i went to his house he had a wolf blanket on his bed and i took it as a sign that he was part of my past uh, um yeah, yeah. Okay, psychic anyway <laughs> he wasn't supposed to tell you guys all of her secrets but clearly don't mess with my her cancer. You better believe it. That's basically <laughs> what I hear from that. Um, okay, guys, this one, uh, I think Cassie and I really enjoyed this next question. Um, and Nick, of course, this is going to go to you first. Have you had an experience that shook your reality? Um, yeah, yeah, there's one that comes to mind when I was going to college, uh, fresh out of high school. I was driving one day and in a daydream <laughs> on the freeway and I ended up spinning out like across like four lanes of traffic or something crazy. Uh, thankfully, didn't hit anybody, didn't have any damage to my car. My car stopped right before I hit the median in the middle. Uh, I just remember just like sitting there just like trying to like make sure I was okay and, and my composure and everything. and uh that definitely uh, it was like a near-death experience i guess so yeah definitely uh, shook yeah. my core a little bit <laughs> i think Hell that's yeah. that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you katie um so i have these like really intense feelings of nostalgia um i'll be somewhere and i'm like oh yeah i remember when i was here no it was definitely from like a different lifetime mm. so I don't know where that comes from, but that's kind of like every time it happens. It's like, whoa, like what's happening right now? Did this happen? Okay, maybe not. I don't know. Does this happen often? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The pause. Wow. The well, you know. Yeah. Okay. That would do it. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> what is this? Is this real? Um, one. Uh, I have a few. Like the first time I ever took psychedelic mushrooms was definitely like oh we're we're all connected this all is together and we are one um 
and that was pretty transformational experience but i'll say outside of that um and you know of course my father dying was shook you know my notion of like what the story of life was going to be like and kind of removed the, the thought that there was a logical story of life like it made me realize things are random and sometimes cruel um but i had one where i went to, yeah, i have actually talked about it on the show before um that i fainted um and like the it was the first time i'd ever no, not the first time I ever fainted, but the second time. And I was um, having like a minor procedure done at uh, um, urgent care. And um, I remember like encountering an energy while I was unconscious that I was I knew was my father, but it was also like a rising green light kind of thing. And I was in this environment that I was simultaneously creating but also participating in and i saw my grandmother who had passed energy there too and i came to and i felt like i was in this place forever and it turned out i was only passed out for like a minute and a half but i like i remember come like feeling my consciousness coming back and telling myself like i have to remember this i have to remember this this is so crazy i have to remember this and i, I still do like it was pretty pretty wild <laughs> Tell y'all don't mess with Cassie. My ancestors ain't playing about her. Um, I would, I think, as like as much as I could think about anything else, the the only thing that has always shook my reality was my mom passing away, and I think it was just because it ha happened, just like it was like a flash of light like it wasn't she wasn't sick it wasn't something i was prepared for it wasn't you know what i mean and you kind of think about when people pass and it's like is it better that they're that you have time to like say goodbye and all that other stuff and like mine was waking up to go to school one day and then by the time i got to school my mom was gone like it was it was like a flash and my reality did immediately change from that moment on i was never the same person and my life was a completely different timeline from then on. And so I don't, I don't think anything else has ever shook me like that. I think I've had experiences that are like, man, that's fucked up, but like not to where my reality, I don't, yeah, not, not to the core like that one. <laughs> right. You already know. Mm -hmm. All right. What you got next for him? All right. So since we've, especially since we've already broached the topic of dating. Okay. So I'm curious to know, like, what, what is that like for you? Like, like, do you, what, what kind of things are you daydreaming about? How does it happen? Are you, is there, are you choosing or do you just find yourself like lost? Like, tell me more about what it's, what that, that daydream world is like for you, Katie. First of all, I think it's everything. Um, so sometimes it's relevant to what's going on in my life. Sometimes it's not. Um, but I think it's just moments where I have time to myself, whether I'm driving, which not the best time to daydream, but we're here. Um, you know, if I have like a pause at work where like I'm thinking about something and then all of a sudden my mind just starts wandering. Um, I don't really think that there's like a rhyme or reason behind the exact times it happens. It's just like, if I have like a moment where I'm not focusing on something, it just kind of starts to drift into it. Next. How about you? I would say 
I typically daydream when I'm at work. Uh, <laughs> it's usually when I'm when I'm in the middle of um, writing an email or something, and I'm like, and I just start thinking about anything else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it just yeah. I would say like driving too. It just happens for me. It just I think whenever there's like dead dead noise in my head, it's like okay, time to think about something else and and see what life would be like in a different reality. Mm-hmm. Can I have a you your daydreamer <laughs> child <laughs> i don't even know how not to know um <laughs> yes and a lot of my daydreams happen um not necessarily during the day it's a lot of times like at night when i'm winding down when i'm just kind of like i'll i'll realize that i'm like drifting off and i am with katie i have done it when i've been driving before i'm like oh girl you know that's not the safest thing to do but um but it's usually like when i'm by myself if i've you know just kind of had some time and then i start to like to me like daydream and manifest at the same time because it's also like for my daydreams there are things that they're the dreams that i also want to accomplish like i daydream about like how do i get to this stage in life or do this or do that so like a lot of it is very like active like what's happening next for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that um i'm with all of you of course i'm all the time <laughs> i was a passenger princess forever ever so it's so hard for me to focus in a car like i'm so used to just being able to be like you know <laughs> driving like shit um but i find myself like uh, so so there are times when i try to do more like focused daydream work if you will manifestation work and like stuff if i'm you know working at my altar or whatever but but i i often find myself like i don't even know how i get from point a of concentrating on a task to point c completely like lost in a world of my own making like I, I oftentimes, if I'm like reading an article or something, or I'll be reading a book, I'll, I'll pause on a, a sentence or something that catches something else in my brain. And I won't quite realize what's happening, but I'll completely go away from the thing I was focused on. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, but I ha- the older I get, and I don't know if it's just a function of having a busier life, but like, it just overtakes me sometimes. Like, I don't feel like I ease into it all. I just, like, dissociate all the time. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's, like, the not, that's the less, like, pretty term for daydreaming, <laughs> dissociate. Mm-hmm. And it's so that's so, like, frightening sometimes. I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I, I've lost 10 minutes to, like, <laughs> just spiraling. Where, where did that so, time go? Yeah. Speaking of dissociating, um... <laughs> Next question. Guys, what's your favorite way to escape reality? <laughs> Nick. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like to garden, if you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, <laughs> You're a great guy. Yes. I, uh, I, I love to uh, plant rosebuds and pick them and. <laughs> Yeah, um, and usually just chill out with myself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great yes, yes. Cultivate a garden. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Katie? 
So one is like going to live music. Um, I think because my mind's running all the time. That's like one of the only times where I'm actually present, which is odd because you'd think the opposite for dissociation. Um, or just again, driving. Mm. Driving has always been like that, that place for me where I'm just like, I'm by, like by myself going, um, maybe listen to some music, probably listen to some music pretty loud and just, yeah, focusing on the road. Mm. Um, I also like to garden. Um, <laughs> big fan, have been for many years. Uh, but um, I would say my more like functional or not functional, but like my maybe healthier outlet for uh, escaping realities. I like to walk. So I like to put on headphones and listen to music that pumps me up and just like go. And it's kind of like a lot of times I'll, I'll use that time to kind of daydream too. And, and a more focused, like, cause you're feeling like you're doing goals, you know, intentional kind of work while you're moving your body. Right. And then I'll think about I'm being a badass bitch and I'm going to do this and be badass this way too, you know, whatever. Um, and I also, as I've gotten older, I've tried to like unplug for some of the time when I'm walking and actually like acknowledge that the earth is around me and touch a blade of grass or two and something like that. And it's weird because it does feel like it's, it's an escape from the chaos of reality, but actually getting back to the physical reality because i think it's like hard for us in this time and place to be grounded ever and that being grounded feels like an escape from our reality which mm -hmm. is weird when you think about it mm -hmm. right you today um oh, well we should start a garden club <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um i have um um also i watch tarot readings to escape reality honestly um because it's very easy for me to kind of um i i, I mean i love tarot and i've you know as y'all know i have decks uh i will be back this week but anyways um but it's a way for me to like hear things but not have to focus on something it's a way to like um kind of be present by myself but not having to like really use my mind um and i'm with you on like just going outside and being free and like um when i took my birthday trip just to go hike in the mountains like that is a definite escape from reality because like it's just a different you don't hear much you know what i mean like you you get to see what mother nature has created the earth and you get to kind of be one with that and i feel like that's a way for to escape reality but like you said find that grounding and i think that's just been super um helpful in these trying times but yeah, yeah. so you guys are the lucky bunch because i wanted to we used to play games with our guests and we kind of forgot. So we decided we're going to play a game with you guys. And it's really simple. Okay. I promise. <laughs> They're both their faces like, what is <laughs> Nobody said anything about a game in the email. No, no not in the email. I did, I did brief them just a minute ago, but <laughs> they're on here now. Too late. Okay. 
So we're going to do what we call a would you rather Pisces edition. So we're going to give you two things and we're just going to say, would you rather do this or this? That's it. It's really, really simple. All right. So, and you two are the only ones answering. Cassie and I aren't going to answer because we're not Pisces. Um, okay. No one so, cares about our opinion on these yeah. things. <laughs> All right. So, um, you can both answer these at the same time. I think that would be fun. Yes. Yeah. All right. So would you rather eat fish every day for the rest of your life or spend two years at sea? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Oh, you would, you rather eat, would you rather eat fish every day for the rest of your life or spend two years at sea? I feel like either way, I'm going to eat fish, and I don't want to do either. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, probably spend two years at sea. I think I agree with that. <laughs> okay. You're traveling, right. right? Like, you're not just, like, floating around. So, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a big cruise. Yeah, maybe you're on a nice cruise ship. We didn't specify what yeah. what sort of, you know, but, apparatus you'd be on. But you're at sea for two years. Okay. All right, next one. Would you rather listen to the same song every day or watch the same episode of the of a TV show? Song. Same song. Okay. Mm -hmm. We knew that. Okay. Um, the next one is, would you rather have the same randomly selected dream every day or never dream again? Same randomly. I would say say random since I don't dream. It'd be nice to okay. any experience. Thing is a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then the last one is: Would you rather paint a perfect masterpiece or sing a perfect song, or paint a? Sing I'm sorry. Perfect song. Paint a masterpiece or sing a sing a perfect song. Sing a perfect song. Perfect I'm with you. Song. That's what Cassie. He said, I said paint a masterpiece because I can carry it through, but I can't paint worth shit. Uh, <laughs> at all. I would be, it'd be over for you, hoes, if I could. I, <laughs> you wouldn't stop me from singing. <laughs> That's all the fuck I would do. Uh, so before we get out of here, um, Nick has a special energy coming up in his life. Um, and actually, Katie touched on it a little bit earlier. So um, we have talked about Saturn returns before, and it usually happens between your 27th and your 29th year. And um, the nerd that I am, I actually looked up Nick's chart and I did the, I knew, I saw where Saturn was in his chart and like the minute degrees, all of that. And on March 4th of this year, it will not be on your birthday, but it will on March 4th, that's when Saturn will basically return right where it was when you were born. Um, so Saturn returns bring karmic lessons and it's like when you're in your 20s you fuck shit up and figure it out and by the time you're 29 you have less time to fuck shit up because you're gonna switch into the 30 but it does reflect all of the lessons and all of the things that you have learned and it it reflects them back to you so whatever energy you've been putting out you will receive um, but the rewards from karmic and Saturn returns are so amazing because those are lessons that stay with you forever and they transform you into a much more mature and stronger person and lessons that you didn't think that would help you 
help you in ways that you could have never imagined. So um, I will encourage you this next year to be open to all of the lessons and to be okay with not knowing what it's going to look like. Cassie? Yeah, I, I 100%. And um, I would say keep an eye on the places that feel like a struggle, where it feels like power struggle for you, mm. and see what you can let go of. Because a lot, for me anyway, I felt like a lot of my Saturn, my first Saturn return period, because, you know, goddess willing, I'll get another one in my 50s. Um, but you, what I found was the things I was trying to hold on to that were a struggle needed to go. And the harder I struggled to hold on to it, the, the more it needed to go. Um, and expected all to make, make sense until until Saturn has moved out of Pisces because these lessons started la will have started around this time last year because Saturn moved into Pisces in March of last year and it's not going to be out of there until 2026 so you won't have fully completed that karmic lesson cycle mm -hmm. until Saturn is mm -hmm. into Aries um but the the, the most um intense period of it is, pro is probably right now honestly mm -hmm. like the i was about to say i'm pretty sure it started early well, <laughs> and like i think it's... you also having your son in pisces is amplifying that energy for you to have the same sun sign and saturn sign that probably puts that much more it is encouraging you to be a different man like at the end of the day it's encouraging mm -hmm. you to grow up and like the ways that you thought you could be is not the ways that are gonna work and, At this uh, point, it's shoving. It's not. It's not mending. <laughs> I mean, I that's what it feels with, like. Yeah, yeah, I was working with Cassie during my Saturn return as a manager, and I was. Um, it was a very, very difficult time uh, <laughs> for me work-wise. Uh, but at the end of it, I felt untouchable because I was able to navigate the difficulties and Cassie can attest to the difficulties which with that strain was under and it's just like it's not going to be something that you can control mm -hmm. yeah something you have to kind of like surrender to and Pisces is a, is a good surrendering energy and um I am excited to watch this happen because we're going to be friends forever anyway. <laughs> Uh, but, um, you, we talked about some of the things, so keep that in mind. And I do, do think you're well suited to learn the lessons. Having a Capricorn moon is kind of beneficial mm -hmm. to this period because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So you, in your soul, like in, also, I think with that, stay in touch with like your, your instincts and your intuition, because they're more in touch with these lessons than maybe your logical brain is, and certainly your daydreamy brain. I might need be. you both to get out of my head, please. <laughs> please. Never. I'm going to be in your dreams tonight. <laughs> that we might just, be true, I'm just honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it'll be great. It'll be a yeah. level up for sure by the time it's through 
it is for everybody. It's just, you know, like nothing good comes without some struggle or, or difficulty or work, yeah. you know? And that's yeah. kind of the lesson of the Saturn return. And with that said, do either of you want people to know where to find you or promote anything? Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Leave it to Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. They're like, this wasn't even real. Yeah. It was all a dream. <laughs> We're not even here. Um, well, Nick and Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us, talk about dreams. Um, I wish you guys the best Pisces season yes. ever. Nick, your birthday yes. is coming up this weekend. So, thank thang. Enjoy. You know I love you. Katie, yours is next for like coming up just as soon. I hope you have an amazing, amazing solar return. Um, and I would encourage both of you to um, dream bigger. As big as you can. Yeah. Need it. Um, <laughs> Need it. All right, guys. Thank you guys for spending the day with us out. or night. Out. Thank right, you. Bye. 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 Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a beautiful face. Boop, boop. Oh, damn. <laughs> she was like, I know how to get out. Okay. Katie, boop, boop. She like, boop. And girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Want to promote anything? Not, not even that. Do you want the people to know where you are? No. <laughs> Okay. Don't drop my location. We're not discussing it. Cool. You know, in the ether, that's where they are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some planetary stuff. Yeah? Yes. Let's talk about it. Katie, never be sorry. I love yeah, it. that no. boss bitch energy. You're taking it into your own hands. Don't don't ever Leo. She's like, girl, I'm going. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> She was like, I did what I was supposed to do. Click. Um, okay. So currently, as of technically, according to my favorite uh, astrology thing, AstroTam, the sun will be into Pisces tomorrow. Um, we will have currently, today, we do have the moon in Gemini. Um, and then as I told you, Aquarius season is still here. Uh, we have Venus, Mars, Mercury, and Pluto currently living in Aquarius. Um, and we did have a Mars-Pluto conjunction last week in Aquarius. We had a Venus, Mars, and Pluto conjunction the other day. Um, <laughs> it ain't about you. It's, it's not going to be about any of us for a long no. time. No. <laughs> the collective is ruling the, the world right now. And I, for one, am here for it because, like, it we can't be all if we can't be together. You know, like, it's not – as individuals, we have to effectively work as a collective. Mm -hmm. Like, no man is an island, for real, for real. Like, and especially, again, in these times. Yeah. It just doesn't it, work that way. Yeah. It's shocking talking how um especially in the united states uh how easily people accept the idea that they're self-sufficient it's like no like every single thing you have was touched by dozens hundreds thousands of other people to make its way to you like i love the idea of community and i mean like living in in 
a community with others and being able to share other things with others and like oh my gosh you don't have this here let me help mm -hmm. you do you need somebody you know like even navigating child rearing like community like really just realizing like everybody has different struggles but like we can help each other we have our own strengths and weaknesses that complement each other and help in growth and so it's like it's helpful to really like ask for help and yeah. you know i and this is kind of where somebody is like bitch fuck that but i do sometimes <laughs> luckily i have people that love me and are very close to me and they make sure that your girl is good so well um, the thing is like at this point i think it should be you know with all this aquarius energy the focus is less on asking for help and more on offering it right mm -hmm. like find the ways that you can help without having to be asked and then i think you'll end up most of the time receiving more help you need without having to ask for it yeah. it's like stepping outside of yourself like you have i think we have to get away from how much uh self-absorption i think that we were really kind of focused on for a very long mm -hmm. time and mm -hmm. kind of our fellow person our neighbor mm -hmm. in the broad sense of the term um and as we talked about with nick we do have saturn and neptune still hanging out in pisces mm -hmm. jupiter and uranus still hanging out in taurus and our north node is in aries and all of the planets guys still moving Move. forward, Move forward. <laughs> And throughout the duration of Pisces season, we have no what? retrogrades this Pisces Listen. season. It's kind of take advantage, right? I'm gonna <laughs> knock on wood because it's astrologically relatively chill. Like <laughs> we have the full moon at the end of the week in Virgo, the 24th mm -hmm. of February, um, right after Mercury moves from Aquarius to Pisces on the 23rd. But it only stays there like. 11 i mean it's a very short period because by the 9th of march it's it moved on to aries um and then venus will move it from aquarius to pisces on march 11th right after the new moon in pisces on march 10th which that'll be nice energy for that new moon i think to really get in touch with your dreamy you know pisces thoughts and energy while very much still having Aquarius energy to remind us that even our dreams are not an island and perhaps we should open and broaden our dreams to dreams for the collective and <laughs> those dreams to paper because Aquarius is all about communication and thought you mm -hmm. know so don't just leave them up here like get them out absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's gonna be I think I, I agree I think we have some really nice energy right now um, quite interested to continue to see what happens in the world um because it's just been so wild like 2024 started i was like oh child are we ready <laughs> no we have we were never ready like there's been no chill since before we started this project and certainly not since we've been doing this so buckle up bitches just gonna keep coming <laughs> that's where we're at um so we're gonna hit celebrity check-in now yeah let's talk to, talk about our favorite pisces season celebrities okay. some good ones i know i you know me i'm like i got this one okay mm -hmm. um i will pick this one as my first one because i'm pretty sure Chris and i have the same one for the last one um <laughs> but for the first one this amazing being okay 
um, owns the most world medals in US history at 25, the most world championship gold medals of any female gymnast at 19. She was one of the first African-American gymnasts to win an Olympic medal. She's a two-time Olympian from 2016, 2020, seven-time Olympic medalist, four gold, one silver, two bronze, and she's heading to Paris for 2024. We know I am talking about the Simone Biles. Mm. That's it. My just, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I can just read her credentials and I'm done. And, <laughs> and she has these credentials after also opting out of the 2020 Olympics for her mental health. Yes, Which girl. we saw. Yes, all of that. Exactly. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah, fucking A. Go live in a cave if that's what you need to do. I love that. And she didn't, you know, feel the need to explain that decision to us. And good. That's like modeling boundaries for all of us. You don't have to tell anyone. No is a complete sentence. And your mental health We're not, is yeah. top We're not owed that. Like, nope. just because these, these people are famous or celebrities we are not owed anything access to their life we're not owed a re an answer a response it's not because mm -hmm. no regular person owes you that either way so good for you simone mm -hmm. we will be rooting you on in paris absolutely um okay so my first celebrity is just uh comedic genius um we remember her from beetlejuice from home alone and most recently as moira rose in schitt's creek i am talking <laughs> about the legendary Catherine o'hara mm -hmm. decidedly entirely unproblematic just a fucking badass actress um so funny so seemingly like generous in in acting you know right like not somebody who's coming in trying to trample all over the scene but just to bring that energy to, to it and i just fucking love moira rose and Shit's creek she a is great an character oh my god um, and Catherine o'hara is incredible yeah. as her and so silly and fun and smart and if you haven't watched that show do yourself no, a favor that's it's so good phenomenal character like when you see somebody perform and you are you're like this character is everything yeah not even like Catherine Meyer. you ma'am and I think she was also what in best in show right oh yeah and, oh my uh, god of course mm -hmm. the prairie home companion or something like I don't it's the same god. kind of I think it was the same oh, group of people but sure. like yeah but mm -hmm. the best in show that was also amazing but so um we mm -hmm. love her that's a ooh that was a good one thank you I had to do some more research after our call last week <laughs> we talk about, but... um okay so my next one will forever be like queen for real um her closest people know her as Dana Owens but she was first a rapper and came out with the 1989 album All Hail the Queen and then with her single lady or single ladies first and then she followed it up with Black Rain with UNITY mm -hmm. then she decided I think I'm going to be an actress so <laughs> she then uh, starred in the amazing 90s sitcom Living Single which is original. Friends took it from there. But anyways, living single. Um, They're not ready. The for, Moody said it off. That, 
<laughs> he's like, well, I said, they're not ready for that. <laughs> it's Black History Month. You know, I don't give a book. <laughs> I'm going to tell the truth. Um, set it off. Every lesbian in America loved Cleo. Um, she was in Chicago, Taxi, Last Holiday, Bringing Down the House, Beauty Shop, Girls Trip, the TV show Star. And most recently, she is the equalizer on the TV show. I am talking about none other than Queen Latifah. I love you, girl. Also, she was just at Tom Brown. I think that's a, a um, designer. Her and Janet Jackson. Ciao. Ciao. But still my heart. Because I slept. The 90s daydream. Ugh. But she is always looking flawless. She had her own, oh, she had her own talk show back in the day. I mean, Queen Latifah is the epitome of the talent and the uh, soulfulness and the creativity of a Pisces. Mm. Like for her to start as a rapper and pivot so well into TV and movies. And it's literally, I mean, she's had a career for 30 plus years at, yeah. at this point. It has to be yeah. 30 years ago would be 94. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and she shares uh, my baby's birthday. Aww. So I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. She's she's the fucking goat. She's incredible. I saw her at Lilith Fair when I was a senior in high school, and it was amazing. And she was so fucking good. And I love. She's an incredible actress. She's so funny and uh, you know serious, whatever. Like she can do whatever whatever mm -hmm. needs to be done, and just seems like a really good person. Like another one that nobody. I you've never heard somebody say like. She was a diva or a bitch. Right. Like she does not give off that energy at all. And she is prized. Yeah. Stay in her lane. I saw her induct Missy Elliott into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and oh. she was so generous and and sweet and cool, and and still looks fucking twenty eight. Like how is that possible? Never but, aged because yeah. she is happy minding her business, and her and her wife is living their life. Okay. So yeah, um, it's amazing, and yes, Queen Latifah <laughs> is everything. Um, oh, there's I don't know who. All right, because I, I think you know we're coming up oh, on our last one. Absolutely. So, like, all right, and I think I'm yeah. gonna shout out another underrated comedy queen. Okay. Um, she had numerous hilarious, silly characters on SNL like Debbie Downer um she's um, also done a ton of voiceover work in all of your favorite adult cartoons she had reoccurring characters in 30 Rock I'm talking about Rachel Dratch um she's I just love her every time she pops up she's so funny and she can pull faces and just like fully inhabit an insane person and not break character like I think she's really brilliant and I enjoy seeing her and she's still just out here doing stuff. Like she's one of those people who has just kept her career going while being like, not, you know, a high profile mm -hmm. celebrity or whatever. Mm -hmm. She'll just, mm -hmm. just out here. Like one of those where you look at her IMDb page and it's like, Oh wow. You've been in 700 things. That's crazy. <laughs> if a Pisces don't do nothing else, they be putting in that work though. Yeah. Thank you so for I love Thank you, girl. Putting that in that work. Well, as you all know, there's only one Pisces that always reigns supreme. For me and Cassie, at least. I don't know about y'all, but we, we don't care. Um, but this 
amazing human from Barbados um, who launched Fenty Beauty in 2017, has had 14 number one songs, nine Grammys. She is a mom to two beautiful, beautiful boys. Killed the fucking Super Bowl halftime show last year and shocked the shit out of all of us. Like, girl, you pregnant? Um, but did it anyways. Uh, I am, of course, talking about Robin Rihanna or Rihanna. I'm sorry, ma'am. Rihanna Fenty. Um, and her makeup brand is current valuation $2.8 billion, just in case. Um, and also, I believe she was one of the first brands to offer so many different uh, shades, and which is odd because there's been so many other makeup brands out for years and she i mean from what i i personally don't use makeup but i'm sure cassie can follow up on this but shades i mean across mm -hmm. and everyone said nothing but amazing things about her products and i believe she is working on a men's line because i think her baby daddy was putting so much okay. listen they stay working and mm -hmm. she might have an album coming out i don't know let's uh, we don't deserve it but we'll take it uh rihanna please um yeah yes absolutely fenty changed the game i think for that set the expectation mm. that every spectrum should be represented equally because it was always like 43 different shades for white ladies and um you know like 10 shades for medium brown ladies ladies and two shades dark-skinned women really like if you looked at a red mm -hmm. one or a cover girl you know the lineup of all the different foundations and if you look at fenty's lineup it's like a true representation of here's the actual sliding scale of coloration <laughs> and we have equally represented every single portion of that spectrum and given them a warm a neutral and a cool mm -hmm. option and it's just like why didn't that exist before? It's kind of the same thing where you're like, why didn't dark skin band-aids exist before? Like, how the fuck did it take till the 2020s for that to happen? Um, and all her products are clean. They're like, they don't contain a lot of the nasty stuff that a lot of cosmetics do. They're great, actually work really well, which is nice. And are, you know, cosmetics, are expensive but like hers are not egregiously so like if you compare to brands that maintain that level of quality ingredients um like like not trying to rip anybody off it seems like you get your bang for your buck i her, her gloss bomb lip glosses are the only ones that i have run out of as an adult because I have so many fucking options i would never run out but i love it so much the formula is so good that i was like I need to buy more of this. I have not actually done. And I love her. I'm I'm here for her mom phase. I, I love that she pops in when she wants to and then just drops out for months at a time. That's very Pisces energy. Yeah. You'll see me when when I appear out of the ether. Like just like that. Yeah. And then I'm and gonna disappear and even right her, back into her it. Lingerie fashion line, like she always her fashion whenever you see her is like ma'am mm -hmm. like how she, she puts her entire word outfit together like man rihanna we love you girl and you've been around if you've been out for a minute mm -hmm. like and if you don't put out an album girl you ain't got to be on my face like mm -hmm. you're a billionaire <laughs> live your life right of all the
people I want to be a billionaire. Yeah, ma'am, go ahead. Because you, you live your life. And I think she lives most of her time, like, not even in the state. She's like, y'all can have that. I'm going to go raise my kids somewhere else. And who can blame her? <laughs> not me. <laughs> uh, all oh. right. So for the question, um, so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about Saturn in Pisces right now. It will be in Pisces, as Cassie said, till 2026, you said 2025? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, 26, it dips, it goes briefly to Aquarius for a few months in oh, right. mid 2025, yeah. but for the most part, it'll be in Pisces from last March till 2026. And, uh, you know, Saturn's normally very comfortable in Capricorn and Pisces. I think it um, is a challenge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> think that it um it shakes the reality you know what i mean like if anything i think you know the pisces dreaminess is not allowed to be so dreamy yeah. in sad yeah. mm -hmm. it is very much like what's your reality homie like what, what you really trying to do over here yeah um so for our question um, I am a Pisces sun, Virgo moon, Pisces rising. Ooh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, with Saturn in Pisces for the next two years, what lessons will I be learning? Well, if they're a Pisces rising, it means this transit is affecting them in their first house, mm -hmm. which is their house of self and your, your like literal physical body. Um, so I would advise them to watch where they're walking, <laughs> right? Like, like no bullshit. I mean, Saturn in Pisces is challenging the boundaries of reality and fantasy. And I think it, the lesson actually, I think for Saturn and Pisces period is to understand and, and stay rooted in your own boundaries mm. because the your the world is going to test the limits of them right um and so for this person i i truly you know like really maybe not the time to take up a you know skydiving sport or something like that like really like you know um wild physical flights of fancy you know don't overdo anything if you're trying to like get into a new workout regime or something start out small make sure you're doing it in a way that's manageable that you're staying in tune with your physical body um watch you know letting you know a, it's hard for pisces because they're so uh they they want to let everybody in and they're so porous or whatever but like watch who you're letting into your physical space Trees. Saturn is going to teach you some harsh lessons about boundaries and you may not like them if you don't have good ones. Um, I think with the Virgo moon, that, that's helpful. Yeah, tap um, into that energy. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's always a um, tug of war when you see opposites in especially the sun and the moon. Mm -hmm. um, and so that Virgo is then gonna be in their seventh house. And so really uh, 
their emotions and relationships to other people mm -hmm. and getting those really good boundaries uh once again i think is going to be very very helpful because it's going to be an opposition of maybe how they feel and they may want to be you know with that and it's like you have to really set those uh limits for yourself and yeah. i think that's what saturn's about is this really showing you your limitations and and asking you to really um lean into them a little bit because mm -hmm. you know we all want to be as free as possible but realizing like there are certain limitations and like pisces of course you know their two symbols is the two fish going in opposite directions so they're always free falling yeah. <laughs> free floating everywhere and you know using that virgo energy which is a little bit more grounding to kind of lean into that a little bit um but i encourage all pisces to surrender to really allow themselves to surrender to whatever change saturn is going to bring for you um without having to feel drowned <laughs> sure 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 like you can accept without being overwhelmed yeah and if you're and if you're in tune with your own limitations and your own boundaries and are grounded in a reality then that that, that those, those changes feel less you know you don't feel so uprooted by them because you you can actually you, you still have this like framework of security that that stays regardless of what's crashing against it or going this way or that um i totally agree that you know the questioner should lean into the, their Virgo moon and its discernment and its restraint. Um, and kind of the same advice we gave to Nick, like trust your intuition mm -hmm. um, and not your fantasy notions <laughs> of what you think might be. Um, yeah, like that's not the daydreams, the intuition. <laughs> right. But that's a hard, like that. It's sometimes it's hard to know the mm -hmm. difference too. So, you know, I feel like intuitions are more um, nudgings and knowings that that come, and the daydreams are stuff that you consciously are aware of. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the intuition is something that you're just like, oh, well, I guess I know. Like it's more of a feeling, I think. Yeah. Yes. And was, and the daydreaming mm -hmm. and the and the the delusions are more like a conscious uh, like mental disassociation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I would 100% agree with that. I was yeah. gonna say, for me my way of understanding if something is intuition or like my anxiety is like, do I feel it in my physical body? Like if I feel it in my tummy or in my like gut, it feels more, more like my intuition. But if I feel it in my like heart racing or my head buzzing, that is more my anxiety. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's, that's your mind playing tricks on you, girl. What's, 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 what's right. going on? No, no, no. I get it. Like, and you know, it's, I think Pisces don't give themselves enough credit for really reading the room the right way. You know, like, mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that with the mutable water, um, it is hard to find a, like, you know, yeah. firm yeah. discernment or firm point mm -hmm. of, like, wait a minute, this, this ain't mm -hmm. right. Um, mm -hmm. But, and honestly, I would say lean into the creativity. Like, if you get anxious, like, you know, Pisces are known for being very soulful, very musically inclined, very um, artistic, whether it be like creative or 
um, you know, whatever, lean into that when you're not sure whether it's anxiety or intuition mm. and then kind of work it, work it that way. Like I would say lean into your creative side because it'll give you a release, an outlet, mm -hmm. and it'll give you something to focus on that doesn't feel so uh, chaotic. Yeah. I think honestly, that's really good advice for everybody this mm -hmm. high season because there is a ton, like, with all that Pisces and Aquarius energy, I think the place that best meets those two is creative work because it is through writing, through songs, through visual art, through uh, drum circles, whatever the, whatever your thing is, those are the moments where you are able to connect with the spirit to the collective, mm. right? Like you're mm. able to show the collective something that is true to you and it allows those people to understand truth in a new way and let's all of us do that <laughs> and we have all these energies moving moving us forward nothing you know no retrograde energies trying to hold us back from our own success in in these arenas so fucking go for it man yeah if you've had something in the works this is the time to really uh... <laughs> ma'am i don't <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That's an inside <laughs> joke. Um, if you had something in the works, I to pull it out. See, see what what you um are inspired to create, and maybe you're like, man, fuck this, and start all over again. But like, you know, just try it. You can try a little bit a day. It doesn't even need to be complete. But like, you know, getting that out and not allowing it to sit. I think Aquariuses and Pisces tend to ruminate a lot. Uh, whether it be mentally for Aquariuses or emotionally for Pisces. And so like, don't allow it to just sit within yourself, get it out. Like you said, like where spirit meets um, the collective energy and like share, mm -hmm. share it, you know, and mm -hmm. a million people are on TikTok sharing things we don't really give a fuck about. So right. share, something that, share something that people should, yeah. should care about. Um, so before we get Get into our Tara. I just want to give a shout out to Nick and Katie. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you guys have an amazing solar return Pisces season. Shout out to all my Pisces, Mama especially Michelle. I was about to say yes, Cassie's a Mama Michelle and my baby boy Christian. I hope this Pisces season is amazing for you. All my other Pisces friends, I ain't forget about y'all either, but you know, these are the two we're shouting out. Um, <laughs> we will be back for Aries season next month. We don't know when, but you know, we'll let you know before that. Uh, keep up to date. We are really a lot more active on social media, I noticed, which has been great. Mm -hmm. And you've seen both of our faces, so that's always good. I will be back this week with another deck for you for the Tea and Tarot with Tanae. It's been my birthday and I just haven't felt like it, but you know, now I'm back. We I'm ready. Um, gave her some slack, but Pisces season, I'm bringing oh, down the hammer. Oh yeah. No, I'll be there. I'll be, I, listen, it's my creative outlet. So I got to yes. do something. And in the meantime, this is in honor of Cassie because she has spoken on this. We are doing the angel guide Oracle deck by Kyle Gray. Um, this is a lovely, I'm a huge I love tarot, but Oracle decks, I think for the collective, always tend to, again, it, I don't think it's ever failed a single episode that the deck and the message and the card has come through for exactly what we needed to hear. 100%. Um, so Cassie, whenever you are ready,
Go for it. Okay. Ooh. Man, y'all better not mess with my girl, boy. She don't play no games. Boy. She, be, she be like, listen, ancestors, what, what are we talking about? What are we saying? Okay. So we have Raise Your Vibration. Ooh. Yes. Which yes, we do. Pisces is, is the higher octave of uh, Jupiter, I believe. Neptune is the higher octave. And Pisces is the last sign. It is the spirit sign. It is the soul sign. It is the highest vibration that you can really go in. So, guys, we are going to raise our vibration. And, and Nick, this might be for you. It's time to move up a level. It's time to fly high. You may have experienced some setbacks or felt low recently, but that is behind you now and you have the opportunity to light up like never before. Everything in the entire universe is comprised of energy and that energy vibrates, drawing toward it similar energy. So raising your vibration means aligning yourself with situations, people, places, and choices that you know will lift you up, support you, and help you grow. When this card appears, you have overcome the darkness and are moving into a time of opportunity. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, you can be reborn. Know that the angels are acknowledging your commitment to growth. You are filled with inspiration now and attracting only the good. There is a sense of achievement around you at this time. You may be receiving documentation, certification, or a reward of some description to acknowledge your growth or experience. This is a time to cherish, a time to enjoy the rewards of your commitment to living with integrity and doing good. You have overcome many challenges and risen above adversity, judgment, and possibly even abuse. You are ascending spiritually and personally at this time, and the universe is supporting you. This is the pathway of light, the pathway of your soul's evolution, ascension. Yes, yes, to all of that. That's and like I said, never fails. Ever, never. ever. Um, so, guys, thank you for joining us for Pisces season. We will be back, like I said, next month sometime for Aries season. You will probably see us before that because we will have the spring equinox also happening. Yes. Which is a great time. Uh, for new beginnings and you know for us witchy people it's kind of our year so, it's the real new year yeah. so if you've been slacking if you know, your you resolutions know. good right because that's what you've been supposed to be doing <laughs> Cassie I love you girl I would never do this without you, I love you. it's all love everybody we out of here Peace. Peace. <laughs>